Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tesla's mission statement has always been to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. In the newly revealed part three of their master plan to achieve this goal, the company identified three key pillars that will eliminate the vast majority of fossil fuel use in our global economy. One of those is electric vehicles, obviously. A second is solar power generation and battery storage, also no surprise. But the third pillar was revealed to be the heat pump. According to Elon Musk and his crew at Tesla, The mass adoption of heat pumps for home and industrial heating will be just as impactful as electric vehicles for reducing fossil fuel consumption. But the complete transition to heat pumps will come in at just a tiny fraction of the cost of replacing every car on the road with an EV. So let's talk about how Tesla's heat pump could take over the world. So it was definitely interesting to see the heat pump identified as the third most important factor in Elon Musk's New Master Plan Part 3. The New Master Plan is essentially presented as a roadmap to a sustainable future where we have eliminated 100% of our fossil fuel dependency. Elon promised that if we can accomplish this goal, then we can have an abundant future with more than enough energy to power a global civilization, which sounds like a great deal. In order to get there, we need to stop burning things for energy. Coal, gasoline, and diesel are obviously the major culprits here, but a full transition to sustainable energy is going to require us to ditch natural gas as well. Yes, that means no more gas stoves in the future. Get over it. But what's going to be more difficult to move past is the reliance on natural gas to heat our homes, business, and industry. If we can break this dependency, the master plan promises that global fossil fuel consumption will drop by 22%. For some context there, the master plan indicated that transitioning every vehicle in the world to electric will reduce fossil fuel consumption by 21%. So the impact of the heat pump would be equal, if not slightly higher, than a fully electric global vehicle fleet. That is a big deal, and when you run the numbers for cost, the potential for the heat pump gets even better. Tesla identifies the cost of manufacturing investment for replacing every vehicle in the world with a battery-powered electric version at $7 trillion. But they identify the cost of investment for a full transition to heat pumps at just $0.3 trillion, or $30 billion. So your cost slash benefit ratio for heat pump manufacturing is pretty epic, by far the cheapest way to save the world. So 
How does that work? A heat pump is a high-efficiency electric heater, and the reason for that efficiency is that they do not create heat, they simply move it, hence the pump. So it's gathering that heat from outside your house and moving it inside. This is where people get tripped up. The whole reason that I want to use a heater is because the outside is cold, so how could I possibly get heat from out there to make my house warm? There's a very long explanation here that we won't get too deep into, but there are a couple of basic fundamentals at play. For one, hot and cold are relative, so you will perceive something as hot if it was a higher density of heat energy than your body, and likewise, you perceive cold as anything with a lower energy density. The greater the difference in energy, the greater the sensation of hot or cold. It's why when you jump straight from a sauna into a pool, the water feels ice cold, even though it's not. The variation between the temperature of the water and your body is just much greater than normal. And as you stay in the pool for a longer period, the sensation of cold is going to dissipate. That's because the heat energy in your body is coming down to match the energy in the water. Energy will always try to find its own equilibrium. The second law of thermodynamics essentially states that hot will always move towards cold. Or, in other words, energy will always flow from higher densities to lower densities. This unbreakable law of nature is what heat pumps exploit to move energy from outside your house to inside your house. But if energy always moves from hot to cold, and it's cold outside the house and warm inside, then that still doesn't make any sense how the pump works. So a heat pump doesn't actually pump heat, it pumps refrigerant. The heat just comes along for the ride. A refrigerant is essentially just a liquid with a very low boiling point, so at room temperature it would already be vaporized. Refrigerants are also the thing that made that big hole in the ozone layer back in the 80s. We screwed that one up pretty badly, but modern chemicals like R134A do not create the same damage to our atmosphere as far as we know, modern refrigerants are harmless. The moving part of your heat pump is the compressor. By compressing the vaporized refrigerant, you are increasing the energy density and thereby increasing the temperature. That hot gas is then pumped inside your house to a wall-mounted blower system where a fan will blow room temperature air over a coil of the hot gas. Hot always goes to cold, so the heat energy from the compressed gas will follow the airflow into your room. Now, since the heat energy from our hot gas is escaping into the house, the refrigerant is starting to cool down. But it needs to get even colder to do its next job. So, if compressing a gas and increasing its density raises the temperature, then rapidly decompressing a gas will likewise reduce the temperature. Think about those cans of compressed air you use to clean a keyboard, releasing the pressure makes the can ice cold. The refrigerant flows through an expansion valve that rapidly reduces the pressure and brings the temperature all the way back down to the point where the chemical is liquid again, usually around negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 30 Celsius, depends on the chemical. Now, that ultra-cold liquid is pumped to the outside coil of the heat pump where it's going to collect energy from the outside air. Remember that hot and cold are relative. Even if the air temperature is zero degrees, 
that's still hot in relation to our liquid refrigerant, and hot will always go to cold. So the refrigerant will gather energy from the outside air, it will rise in temperature, it will boil into a gas, which will then be compressed to heat it up even more and then pumped into our house. Make sense? If not, that's cool. Just remember that a heat pump is an air conditioner that runs backwards and you should be fine. Tesla introduced their first heat pump with the Model Y in 2020. Prior to that, they had been using electric resistive heating in every car, which is not ideal because it is a very low efficiency heating method. Unlike a heat pump, the resistive method actually does create heat. It sends energy from the battery into a coil of metal. The resistance of that metal concentrates the energy the same way that damming a river will increase the water level. That increase in energy density of the metal increases the temperature, then a fan blows cool air over the metal coil into the car, hot goes to cold, the cabin heats up. That sucks power from the battery and decreases the vehicle range, and it's one of the reasons why people still think that electric cars don't work in cold climates. Heat pumps fix this, and Tesla's heat pump is a very unique and special piece of engineering. Our favorite crusty old man, Sandy Monroe, and his team did a full teardown of Ford's electric Mustang Mach-E, which also uses a heat pump, except the heat pump in the Mustang doesn't look anything like the heat pump in the Model Y. The Monroe team found that the Ford thermal system was vastly more complex and spread out over a much larger area than the relatively compact Tesla unit. Sandy called the Ford heat pump a nightmare, and here's why. The Mustang heat pump uses 35 individual components, while the Tesla has 10. The Mustang has 18.4 meters of hose, while the Tesla has 6.3. And the weight of fluid required to operate the Mustang thermal system was 22.5 kilograms, while the Tesla used 9.2. So, even comparing apples to apples, Tesla's heat pump design is significantly more simple and efficient than their direct rival. Going back to Investor Day, Tesla's manufacturing team spoke about how they accomplished this. Tesla engineers were inspired by the design of a circuit board where all of the necessary components and connectors are built onto one piece. The engineers wanted to compact an entire dispersed thermal system into one single unit that was about the size of a basketball. And that's exactly what they did. Tesla innovated to create new designs for how the refrigerant flowed through the pump. These are the Tesla supermanifold and octovalve, replacing several meters of bent tube and hose with solid metal components. Since a heat pump is just an air conditioner that works backwards, all you have to do is create cold air and run the heat pump in reverse, and that's what the octovalve enables. So now, instead of having a heater and an air conditioner, you just have one multitasking unit. The next step was to manufacture that design at scale. The first iteration of the heat pump was assembly by hand on a manual production line. That wasn't good enough, so Tesla set about designing their own fully automated manufacturing system for their heat pump. They actually did this using a 3D simulation. They designed, tested, and spec'd out their new production line entirely in the virtual world and then turned it into reality. The result was a 99% reduction in labor hours associated with heat pump production. The fully automated line has a 99.995% rate of success at high quality 
and it allows Tesla to produce one of their super manifolds every seven seconds. And all of that design engineering is coming soon to a new house scale heat pump product from Tesla. Probably. Elon still hasn't said that Tesla 100% for sure will make a home HVAC system, but during his Master Plan Part 3 announcement, he yet again, for like the 10th time now, hinted that Tesla should make a home HVAC in the future. And considering the weight and the economic benefit that Elon highlighted in his new Master Plan, it seems more than likely that this is something Tesla will do. Elon has said that the current heat pump design that is being used in every Tesla vehicle can be scaled up to heat a house or even a business. And if Tesla can deliver that same level of efficiency and manufacturing scale at those larger sizes, then that could be a product that revolutionizes the way that we heat and cool our homes. Do you think that the world is ready to switch to heat pumps and can Tesla be the company that leads the way? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below.